you know, go back to the question, how are you helping people and how are you doing it your way, your unique way without questioning, nah, this is not doable. Nah, no one's going to pay me. Don't worry about all of that. When you are clear about your intention. Hey there, crafter with a full-time job. If you're looking for a way to make extra income, extra 10K in your sleep from SVG Cut Files in the next 12 months, I'm Jeff and I am here to help you. Sign up for my free masterclass below and get my secrets for building a successful six-figure SVG business. So you can quit your job, you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids. Hello everyone, today we are discussing a very important topic, the importance of personal brand in growing your business. Hi Michelle, how are hi, you? Hi, hi Jeff, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How's everything on your side? Uh, not too bad. Wednesday, it's a busy week, but I'm going on a holiday next week, so it's all good. Yay, Yay that's awesome. Creativity also says hi. Hello, hi everyone. Oh, see some familiar name there. Hello, hello. Cool, cool. So today's topic is so important because it, because of all the competition out there, and a lot of crafters come to me how uh, they're struggling to stand out. They're like, oh my gosh, a ton of people are selling the same stuff that I am selling. How do I become successful? So this is what we are going to dive into in today's session. So before we get into the details, I would love to hear a little story about you. Introduce yourself to the audience. So who are you and what do you do? All right. Thanks, Jeff. Hello, everyone. For those who doesn't know me, I'm Michelle Hahn. I am a um, mommy blogger, turn author, turn entrepreneur, turn a business mentor, and a mother of three. I'm based in Singapore. I'm originally from Malaysia. So um, about nine and a half years ago, I decided to quit my um, soup and salad bar business to be a stay-at-home mom. And um, because we just didn't have, you know, um, any family to help us in, in terms of, you know, childcare support. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to be a stay-at-home mom. Uh, but then, you know, six months into the whole stay-at-home mom gig, I realized that I, I, I needed to earn my own income, have that financial independence from my husband, even though, you know, he is, um, you know, he's paying for everything. I just didn't feel secure if I don't. So I'm like, you know, just thinking, oh, what should I be doing from home? So I decided this nine and a half years ago when people were still reading blogs, that I'm going to be a blogger, even though I had no knowledge whatsoever, <laughs> no experience, um, and no money to start. You know, I didn't have a lot of money to pay a lot of people to set the, the, the website up for me, but I know I'm going to figure things out. So really, I started it all with internet connection and a laptop. And um, long story short, um, well, actually, before I jump in there, I, I, need to, I need to mention that, you know, I was at how you were describing how a lot of makers and creators are struggling because they can't differentiate themselves. And I was in that place for maybe a year and a bit because I realized that I, as a mommy blogger, um, whose only, how to say, offer was writing what I knew and 
I was only looking for, at that time, looking for brands to pay me for anything that I write to, you know, drive traffic to it. This podcast is sponsored by my Ivy League standard SVG business coaching program, SVG Superstar, where you not only learn to design SVGs, but also how to sell those designs to make money in your sleep. To learn more about my program, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. They are. Um, I really am no different from other mommy bloggers, right? So anytime I demanded for more, um, they either shut me down or they just like, okay, we'll think about it. I never hear back from them because I was like a commodity. There's nothing special about me. So Mm -hmm. what I found out and learned instead was that I, with that knowledge that I have, I don't need to need to know more. I just need to package my offering slightly differently. So what I did was I turned that into a maternity concierge business where really with, you know, my um, pregnancy knowledge and early motherhood knowledge and where I was giving it essentially for free on the blog. Now I'm just hand-holding someone and consulting. And because of that, I was able to package my um, service between $2,000 and $5,000. And I'm like, hey... I'm so busy doing this. I wouldn't want to write, you know, a hundred dollar article anymore that took me like three hours to write. I'm not a great writer still. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, indirectly, now that I do not want to work with those brands anymore, I'm like, I have no time. I do not want to. So I have to raise my price, right? And, but they're like, okay, $500. Um, okay. And I'm like, okay, let me try to raise it again to 800 yes okay okay 1000 okay so today i t- i charge 1600 dollars for a blog post that i don't even have to write that like my team does it right the irony is that the more i didn't want to work with them they wanted to work with me because what i found out now was that i was the only mommy blogger who had a maternity concierge business i was seen immediately as an expert so um oh, I'm here today to share that there are five assets that you can work on to build your personal brand so that you are more sought after and more influential in your own industry. And it applies to every industry. Cool. I can't wait to hear that. Hello, Ms. Sodia. Thanks for joining in. Good to have you here. So guys, if you have any questions, you can always pop them in the comment section Michelle is here to answer all your personal branding questions, how to stand out from the crowd in a, in a crowded niche. So that is so amazing. Like the moment you specialize yourself as a maternity uh, concierge, you were able to stand out and charge a higher price. That is so awesome. And and thanks for sharing that. I I did my honors in Malaysia, so I I spent like around five years in Malaysia, and I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to go back. Yeah, good to hear. Thank you. So let's get into the details. So, what are the five assets that we need for a profitable personal brand? The number one thing is your communicate with clarity. A lot of people, when you just ask them, hey, what do you do? And they're like, I'm an artist, full stop. Like there's, no, there's nothing, there's a, 
every interaction that you have with people, whether it's online, whether it's in person, whether even if that person is not your target audience, when you are able to communicate with clarity, people immediately know, hey, what you can do, whether directly for them, hey, are you for me or are you for someone that I would know, right? So let's say you are an accountant and you say, hi, you know, how, what do you do? And most people are like, I'm an accountant. Or they get really into detail, like, oh, you know, I mark the books, I do bookkeeping for blah, 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 blah. And people are like, you know, zone out. And what do you normally get when, when you introduce yourself? Is this polite smile? Uh, and that's not landing. A lot of people think, oh, they're interested in what I do. No, people are just like, mm, okay, let's move uh, on okay. now. Right? <laughs> so what you got to do is ask questions. <laughs> exactly. So what you got to do is you need to have a compelling pitch how are you communicating it so clearly that people immediately get, hey, whether they are indeed someone that you can help, whether you're selling, you're helping them through a product or a service or a digital product, whatever it is, right? And whether, and how are you helping them? And this is the missing part in a lot of entrepreneurs, freelancers, and because if you are not clear about who you're helping and how you're helping and and um, what's the results? People are not going to stick around and try to figure that out. Isn't it? So it's not the job. It's your job yeah. to let them know. So that's number one, clarity. Because if you don't have that, there's no point trying to create all this content. A lot of people mm -hmm. jump on content. Right? Oh, content is king. But they aren't clear who they're, who they're communicating to and what is special and unique about them that the content should showcase. So there's no point going on this content hamster wheel, I call it. Oh, I just produce content, content, content. And it's all just, you know, we- All over the place. Exactly, we, we, we browse Instagram, we're like, I thought I saw something like that. Someone else just posted and like, not interested, right? Whereas what sort of remarkable content, it all stems from once you have the clarity, your content, and once you have that as well, your online profile. Can people Google you? Because really, unfortunately, you are who Google says you are, right? Your prospects, yep. your leads. No matter how amazing you tell people who you are, if they can't Google you, it's game over, mm -hmm. right? That just adds to that no like, and trust factor. One, they can see, I Google you, and it's not just you know, your own LinkedIn account, your own website. Are there other people recommending you or have written about you? Have you built that online profile, right? And uh, what else? The fourth thing is, while you have all this clout, some people, they have all the followers online. They have great content. They may be covered online by other publications, but they have nothing to offer. Mm -hmm. Not really making money, right? So the content, uh, sorry, the offer bit is also a very important figure, uh, factor, right? Because now that you got people all like, wow, interested, I really love to work with her. I, she is where I want to get to. But then there isn't an offer that is compelling enough that tells me that this is indeed incongruent with what you say online. Yeah. When I Google you online, this is indeed what I could achieve. And a lot of people doesn't have that offer piece, right? They may have one product and i always say one product isn't a business right you need to have like products at different prices different packages and people sometimes don't really just want to look at how you're packaging it 
what's your product is. So what's in offer here? What is the results, right? And and once you can communicate, all, it all goes back to communication, um, I realized, is that, yeah, if you can't do that, then that's all over. And the fifth thing, last, we're getting to our fifth asset here, stay with me here, is collaboration. Collaboration. Right? Who are you collaborating with? Love that. Because the brand that you associate yourself with, just like Jeff, yourself, I saw that you're running this summit, right? There's these amazing people, amazing panel speakers. Immediately when you affiliate yourself with them, that inevitably would raise your profile. And um, you could do meaningful collaboration. It's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, like we are doing here right now. <laughs> exactly. I love that. So these are like five simple rules for standing out from the crowd i thank so much for breaking it down let's i want to dig deeper because this other day i was chatting with this uh or one of my uh, uh one of my followers and i was like if, if you need help reach out to me so she messaged me and she said that uh i am selling tens and different uh, types of things like she has a gift making business and she's selling uh -huh and custom teas and this and that and she's like there's so many other people selling it too and i'm struggling so i'm like what problem is your business solving and for some reason she got really triggered by that question she was so offended by that question i don't know why she's like okay i've never heard something like that sure yeah. is are, are you are you even serious is this even real so that was the response I got. And I was like so shocked. So this is, uh, I think this is a major problem yeah. in the industry. Like people don't understand what the psychology of a business before they jump into uh, selling and uh, running a business. So what, what do you have to say about that? Like how important is this question in your business? You're absolutely right. I've coached so many women entrepreneurs from zero idea to launching. And a lot of people make this mistake that, oh, if I want to start a business, I need to go out and find the, the product first. Once I got the product and then I'll try to sell to, I don't know, whoever who would buy it, right? It's the reverse. It's find out who you want to serve first how are you helping them and then the product and the solution will come to you and it's just easier right than to oh got this key and and find which door to open than to actually go find a door and fashion the key for it that's how i think of it and coming back to you to your story i suppose it's very triggering for her maybe deep down she felt like her product was not solving a problem that's why she got offended, I think. Right. Yeah. And, um, in fact, I do have a few um, people that went through my program that um, are in exactly the same business as this person who asked you in the gifting business. And when they first came to me, the same thing, right? Uh, gifting, customize, and all sorts of things that you can sell. And it's either to corporate, to whatever, and like single, um, um, sorry, uh, like, like, like and individuals. And at the end of the day, it's like, how are you packaging it, right? Like the question that you're asking, how are you packaging it and how are you solving a problem? And since then, uh, her name is Sheila. And um, what she did was she packages nicely and then she released it as, you know, the calendar years. Teacher's Day, Ramadan's coming, Ramadan's gift packed and Hari Raya gift packed. And 
all of that and just sold out just because she took the time to curate her product and put it in the box. That's the only wow. difference. Then, you know, um, most gift shop would just be showing all the lists and then you do it yourself yeah. and people are like, I'm confused, which one should I get? And you know, all you have to do is just package this nicely. And that's exactly what I meant by the offer ecosystem. Oh, I love that. That is such a brilliant idea. Like a lot of people who are watching right now can't run with that idea and make a million dollars literally because just by having a simple gift shop, which everyone is doing customized t-shirts, customized tumblers, you can just put everything in a seasonal package and sell it. So then, then you know like what problem you're solving. Like you are helping people in uh, providing people some a beautiful gift box that they can present to their friends and family members for a particular occasion. That's so cool. Yeah, and that helps you with inventory as well. Otherwise, you'll have like, you know, a whole lot of dead inventory, don't know how to move them. Now you're just bringing in seasonal inventory. Mm -hmm. I love that. So once, uh, it's like once you figure out what problem you're solving, it is it becomes so much easier to sell that product. Yeah. Even if you're selling, a, so she was, she said like she had a pregnancy niche. Um, mm pregnancy and uh, loss, something related to that. And I was like, okay, you if you know that, then you can start uh, talking to other people who are in, in, in your target audience and ask them, what are they struggling with? Are they struggling to find gift ideas for people yeah. who are going through this? It, it becomes so much easier once you know that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now that you, you know, you touch on pregnancy, that's exactly what I did with my maternity concierge business is just to go out there and see who's struggling, right? Yeah. Are you struggling? And because I went through it three times and I know that how crazy it is from like, you know, it's, it's a totally different world. I walked into a, you know, baby product store and it felt like, oh my God, this is an entire different planet that I've never stepped foot on before I was yeah. a mom. And I'm like, why are there so many baby bottles? Like people are confused. And as, well, as soon as I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help people get over that confusion and make things easy. And even then for each of the clients that I cater to, the number one thing before we start, before I even do any work was to really talk to them and ask questions instead of just sell, 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 sell. Oh, my package is amazing. I do, I do nothing of that. And I just go, so what's your... What's your, what's your, um, what, what do you envision for this motherhood? You know, are you planning to do it all yourself or um, are you having a helper? And, and it's all different, right? When you have help and versus uh, where you're going to do it yourself. And then um, what are you trying to achieve here, right? Are you going like all natural kind of products or are you okay? Maybe you're budget conscious. It's all about asking questions, finding out who they are and then cater your solution for them. And even then with my, um, you know, $2,000 and $5,000 program, it's hard. Like, I won't be like people come to me the first time. I'm like, it's $2,000 and it'll be like way too expensive. And I, I would even tell them that, you know what, maybe you would not need my product at all. Here, I've got a book. It's $30. Just read this and you can do it all by yourself. 
and if they have spent the time who you know two three hours maybe to read the book it's not that long Mm-hmm. And they come back to me. They very well know, you know, my my values, how I work, my my uh, my thoughts around starting a family, and how we can um, get rid of all the excess and just stick to the basic, right? And so, if they're the kind of right customer for me, it's so easy for me to then right. You want me to handhold you for the next three months? That would be two thousand dollars because it includes blah 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 blah. Like at the very first call itself, I wouldn't even jump into giving them the proposal. True, true. I love that, and it all comes down to what, uh, how you are helping. Because once once you approach it this way, it doesn't even feel like you are being salesy and icky and put product. It's just it just becomes a conversation. Oh, can you help me or can you not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There's no, there's no need to be pushy. I mean, if people get what you do and how you can help them, you attract the right people to you. And when, when you do actually get to that sales conversation point, a lot of them are pretty ready, right? So it's it's really once you build your personal brand, you build I, we call that the assets in your business. Once you build it, you really don't have to keep doing it, right? Once your online profile is being there, it's just continue to help you with attracting leads and converting sales at a faster rate. So true. I love that. Uh, I just wanted to know you are working as a business coach. So what are some of the most common struggles you see among your clients? I think because my clients are mostly mom, I do target moms because, you know, because I've been through it. I know it isn't easy. It's the, you know, the whole business mindset around hustle, hustle, hustle just doesn't apply to us moms, okay? We have a family. We just can't hustle 40 hours a week or 60 hours a week. We just can't. So, but that doesn't mean I'm not attracting like non-moms. Like, funnily, I do have um, clients who are non-moms. But the most common, I would say it would be more like they don't realize it themselves. They'll come to me and say, I don't have the time. I could not do this. I want to build my personal brand. I can't go live like this. And I see all of that, right, as valid reasons but at the back of all that the reason for all of those blocks that they think they don't have time they can't show up online and all that it's just around fear right they have not done it they have um a lot of excuses for not going further and i think um as much as i can give you strategies and um how you can work on things and um your online funnel and things like that all tactical a lot of time i do have to deal with mindset blocks uh-huh. Yeah. Can we talk about that? What are the common mindset blocks? Um, I think, of course, the first thing would be the fear of failure. What if I put myself out there? It's okay that I started my business, but nobody knows I'm behind this business, right? So it's okay if it's fail, right? A lot of moms tend to call their business, oh, my passion project. The, the, yeah. It's like the, when you say that, you just already have given yourself an out, Right, just in case it fails. And when you start a business with that mentality, it's not going to take you far. Yes. You're going to go, this, right, this is my business. I'm serious about it. Yeah. Just like anything in life, you're going to be serious about it for it too. Exactly, all in. 
Um, so that's number one. Another thing is fear of judgment. So I'm, I'm not sure whether because we're, you know, in Asian countries, it's still very much about face, right? What would my, um, first of all, my Rel husband think, my relative, my in-laws, what would they say if I'm too out there? So I can't do this. So, so yeah, so those are the top two ones, I would say. Cool, cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. So what are some tips on overcoming mindset blocks? Yeah, it all goes back to what you just said earlier at this, you know, at the start, at, at, in the middle of this talk just now is how are you helping people? So when we, when we have these fears about um, not about failure and like what would people think is because we are sitting in our own ego, right? All we care about is how would I look? You're feeling, how would I look? What yeah. would happen to me, 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 me? But once you figure out that how your product, what you make could help other people and you'll be like, hey, if I don't come on live, there may be people who need these products right now who may not find out about it. So when you frame yourself that way, right? When you think about it that way, there's no fear about how would I look, right? I don't care how I look as long as people get my message and that would help them in some way. And that's so, all I care about. You just need to shift the spotlight from you to your target person. And Absolutely. this is... This reminds me of this uh, once uh, I did a live and my eyeliner probably wasn't on point and somebody left a comment, you need to fix your eyeliner. And I'm like, girl, it doesn't matter. I'm here for my people. Good eyeliner, bad eyeliner. I have to be there to serve. <laughs> oh, good on you. I love that. Absolutely. Like, I mean, there are always people who just pick on these kind of things. You got to fix your eyeliner. You got to fix it. I had worse. And by the way, those are the people I would never be the right kind of people that we can help anyway. It's like, all right, thanks. <laughs> but that's not the point here. Yeah, the, the point is to show up and serve your people. It's not about me. It's about my people. Exactly. And when you think of it that way, it makes business, it makes showing up. You know, I'm not saying it's all good, right? There are some harder days. There are boring stuff, admin stuff that you sometimes have to do it yourself. But it makes those kind of things bearable. Yeah. Because you have this higher purpose of helping other people. And most businesses, whether you, you, you don't think your business is helping people, is helping people, right? For those of you who are listening and like, I don't feel like I'm helping anyone. It is. Like people who have supported you, who have paid you money, they're not stupid. Yeah. They have purchased it because they have helped them in some way. So do not devalue yourself. So true. I love that. So just to wrap up, what is one, one tip you are going to give to someone who is struggling to step You're struggling to step out. Stand out. Oh, stand out. Okay. Yeah. I think I, as I mentioned, like the five assets, the number one thing is stop looking at what other people are looking, doing, right? Because you just go further and down, down, further and further into that rabbit hole of, oh my God doing this oh my god this person doing that uh -huh. be still stay with yourself you know go back to the question how are you helping people and how are you doing it 
your way, your unique way, without questioning, nah, this is not doable. Nah, no one's going to pay me. Don't worry about all of that. When you are clear about your intention, and no one can be you. Instead of, you know, me trying to be unique and have blue hair just so that I can stand out, that's not going to attract the right people, right? So just be yourself. Like, no one can copy you. Just be yourself. Stay still within yourself. Think about how you can help people and just really be clear about it. Don't get swayed. Don't watch, you know. Sometimes the best thing is to stop consuming, even though we are creating yeah. content. Is to sometimes stop consuming so much and come back, think about who you, what you can do and then create because there's, and especially for creators in this community, I know Jeff has a big, you know, commute, uh, creators community is just stop and just create. And as you create, I believe that you are staying within your own zone of genius and no one can take that away from you and be confident. About it. So true. I love that. Uh, I just have one question. Do you have like a workbook or a freebie that people can download and uh, practice or get clarity? Um, actually, I do have this quiz before you get to the workbook. Uh, if you just go to, I can't remember the direct link to that at the top of my head. It's probably called, um, you just go to www.mumboss.academy forward slash in demand quiz in the man quiz i think if it's not just go to the website it should be one of those one of the main buttons that you can click to that says how in demand are you and you can take a um a series of i think like 10 to 20 questions and then it gives you the score of where you should work on based on those five assets cool cool i love that or maybe just dm you and yeah you can yeah Oh, that would, yes, yes. Then I'll, I'll send you the link, the, the red link. Cool. I will tag Michelle in the video description. And you guys, if you want more clarity on how to stand out, just DM Michelle and she will send you the link to the quiz so you can evaluate yourself. Thank you so much, Michelle. Can you also tell us how, uh, how do you help as a business coach? Um, so I help women entrepreneurs find the clarity raise the brand and increase profit in the business. Awesome. And if somebody wants to work with you, how do, how yeah. do you reach? All right. So the best place is, you know, find me at the chill mom, DM me, and then we can get on a quick call to see whether we're quick, um, good fit to work together. Um, and that's it. And we'll see. Awesome. Thank you so much for some, these amazing tip, if, tips. If you guys have any questions, this is the last call. If you're strong, <laughs> find clarity pop your questions in the comment section for michelle thank you so much michelle it was wonderful chatting with you uh, i love those five main things that people need to stand out that was amazing uh the chat was wonderful and i will reach out to you for the next steps thank you so much thank bye -bye. you the pleasure's all mine thanks for having me same here bye 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 Lastly, if you're looking for a way to make extra 10K in your sleep so you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Bye-bye.